0: Welcome to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. Joining us is Spencer Roberts. Spencer is the Director of Golf Course Maintenance at the highly regarded National Golf Club of Kansas City. Spencer is going to provide insight on how his team produced awesome conditions despite a brutal weather year throughout his part of the transition zone in 2018. But before we get going with Spencer, we'd like to thank Bear for sponsoring this podcast. We're excited to partner with with Bear to tell the story of how superintendents like Spencer handled a tricky 2018. In the February issue of Golf Course Industry, we dig deeper into how Spencer leveraged Bear's stress guard portfolio to help the National Golf Club of Kansas City flourish despite immense challenges. As a company, Bayer is committed to helping its customers thrive by providing technical expertise as well as innovative solutions to maximize turf quality and make superintendents' jobs easier. To learn more about how StressGuard helps redefine ordinary, visit environmentalscience.bear.us backslash StressGuard. Now to our conversation with Spencer. Well, Spencer, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you on the podcast. Uh, The first thing I wanted to ask you is describe the National Golf Club of Kansas City in your own words and explain what you and your team do on a regular basis.
1: Uh, Thank you, guys. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, the National Golf Club of Kansas City. Um, it's a unique, uh, unique for Kansas City. We are um, uh, the National is an 18-hole private course. Uh, along with uh, the National, we have the Deuce at the National, which is another 18-hole private course that's separate. And so, from our uh, a maintenance team standpoint, we're out of the same facility uh, managing uh, 36 holes of golf and two practice facilities and on a daily basis. You know, it's what I like to call organized chaos. Uh, with with two teams going, uh, with two different schedules. But I think the ultimate goal for us at both facilities is to provide the membership and their guests, uh, you know, a great experience on the
0: courses. For people that maybe don't understand the Kansas City area, yeah, you get some winter conditions. I know you've had snow earlier this winter, even before winter officially started. But you also get some real sultry conditions. It really is a transition zone growing environment, right?
1: Correct, yes. You know, the weather... It's a challenge. It's, you just don't know what you're going to get. You know, we're in a part of the United States where, you know, last week we were in the teens, and and then right now we're 60 degrees. And so I think you just have to be ready for uh, anything that comes your way. Be prepared, and um, the weather can change uh, dramatically in a short amount of time.
0: Yeah, we're recording this in January, and you've already had some golfers on the course this year is that is that unusual or has that happened in the past
1: it's very common you know we're open essentially year-round and then uh, the golf course can have the golf and um, if we're we're not frozen if we have ideal you know conditions where they're not going to do any damage to the course um, then we'll be open Um, and so we're always it's always in the back of our mind that we're going to have to prepare the golf for a few days Um, but there's other times where you know, we'll go through January and February in this market and not have any golf. Um, so it's, it's just very unique.
0: As everybody in the business knows, 2018 was difficult in a lot of parts of the country, including your region. How's the golf course holding up right now? Have you set, seen any of the effects of that difficult year, or is it, does it seem like the same golf course it was last year at this time?
1: team did a wonderful job um, fixing any damage from 2018. Uh, I feel really comfortable where we're at going into the 2019 season. But yeah, with, with the slow start and uh, with 2018, cold start, and then it got really warm, you know, it was a challenging year. Um, but I, I feel really comfortable that we're in, in a good position to have a successful 2019.
0: What was uh, so challenging about 2018 in particular it really started for you guys? April, from what I understand.
1: Yes, in April we experienced really cold temperatures, record-setting temperatures, and really had a negative effect of, of one, just getting the cool-season grass to wake up, start growing, uh, but also the warm-season grass. We had some winter kill in our fairways and on some tees, and then we had a really cold April followed by a really warm May, and so we never really had a transition into. We really didn't have a spring, so we never transitioned we never had an opportunity for the grass to come out of dormancy, start to uh, become as healthy as possible before we hit the summer stresses. We went from no growth to 90 degrees. The soil temperatures really ramped up. Um, So it was a challenge of creating healthy turf. Um, It was tough to make key applications, uh, soil applications with the soil temperatures changing so quickly. And then for May, as we get started uh, from cold to, to hot it stayed warm and, and then stayed really dry and then we, we experienced it we went through an extreme drought through most of the summer and so you had weak turf going into a hot dry summer and we just did the best we could to rely on our our plan our management practices and and keeping the team positive to uh, to get through a stressful year
0: how tough is it to stick to the plan when the weather doesn't follow a script
1: very tough tough not to try to tweak to um, try to make things happen Um, but I felt comfortable that we had a good agronomic plan for for all the areas that we manage that we we stick to it but it it was challenging not to uh, overthink it I think is the best way to put it.
0: And not only do you go into a year with an agronomic plan you go into the year with a plan for your people and work schedules how were you able to keep those somewhat normal when the weather got challenging?
1: For me it was Again, stick to what we were going to do. Make sure you know I have a, four great assistants, and between the two two clubs, and stick to the plan of can, let allow them to take breaks, take time off, stay refreshed. Um, and that was really important to me, knowing that you know every week uh, was going to be challenging, long hours. But they hung in there, and uh, but for me, it was to keep them fresh, keep them going, and 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 they did a wonderful job leading their teams, keeping them positive. Uh, throughout the season, because it wasn't it wasn't easy from you know up to down. It was stressful on a lot of people.
0: How important is it to get away from it, even if it's just a few hours on an afternoon? How how important is it for you and your team to to have that time off?
1: Very important. It's very important to um, get away, step away, be with your family. You know, for me, it's tough to go home and not think about it, but uh, to be with the kids, to be with the family, you understand that this is work um, and that you. Don't have control over the weather and some of the stresses that you're experiencing. But it's, it's important to um, step away, even for me, a couple hours, come back, um, clear mind, clear head, and can make the right decisions.
0: Spencer, you've worked at some really highly regarded facilities and clubs. Explain your route to the National Golf Club of Kansas City, and how did that help you prepare for a year like 2018?
1: So I started in this business in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, under a gentleman named Mark McCain at Stag Hill Golf Club, and he was a guy that helped me learn about the business, understand the business, and um, something I became, you know, helped me de- develop a passion for the business. And I was fortunate enough, when I was done with school, <clears throat> to come to Kansas City and work for uh, work at Shadow Glen uh, Golf Club. Worked for Scott Johnson, a gentleman that uh, took me under his wing and. Uh, really helped um, navigate my career and, and where I needed to uh, go to be successful in this business. And, and uh, after Shadow Glen, we had an opportunity to go work at Omaha Country Club and uh, uh, work for Eric McPherson, the director of golf course maintenance there. And uh, we had the opportunity to uh, prepare and host the 2013 Senior Open. Um, you know, with Eric. Um, learned a lot about the finites of the business, the details. And um, after five years with Eric, I had an opportunity to go to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and work for Mr. Tyson at uh, Blessings Golf
0: Club. How do you think it makes a turfgrass manager stronger going away from a market and experiencing some different things like like you did in some markets maybe you weren't as familiar with?
1: Oh, it helped me out a ton. You It gave me the opportunity to um, not only work for other people, but learn, you know, the different challenges and work with different types of clubs. You know, Shadow Glen was a golf club only. Then be able to go to Omaha Country Club, you know, a full service country club. Really got to understand um, what a how how they're different, how they're similar. And when you talk about turf grass, going from Kansas City to Omaha to Arkansas, um, they're close on a map, but they're they're extremely different on the grasses that that were grown in Omaha. We were. You know bentgrass fairways, tees, and then you go to the blessings down in Arkansas, and we were zoysia grass. You know, ninety percent zoysia grass, and then we had bentgrass greens. So, um, I was able to learn a lot—not um, f- not only from the business side of it, but from the agronomic side—I was able to gain a lot of experience uh, with different types of grasses and, and different type of uh, types of weather, and. Um, It's really helped me, now coming back to Kansas City, become a better business side, a better leader, and then on the other side of it, a better turf grass manager.
0: And one thing that maybe we should have discussed a bit earlier is that at the National Golf Club of Kansas City, you have Zoysia Grass Fairways and Bent Grass Poet Annua Greens. What is it like working with grass varieties that are so different?
1: It's just another added challenge. With the Zoysia Grass, you're always, you're just watching soil temperatures in the spring to make some key applications. And you essentially have a short growing season with the warm season season grasses when um, you start in May and, and you're ending potentially in early September sometimes. Um, and then with the, the greens, with the annual bluegrass and the bentgrass, it's really challenging trying to create you know, high-level conditions for the membership. Um, different management techniques. Um, you know, the bent grass can take a little bit more with a POA. You have to kind of baby along. And and so it's very challenging when you put all three together, but I think it comes down to working with our assistants, working with other professionals in the area and creating a, a, a solid plan on, on how to achieve, you know, what the membership desires.
0: I guess with bent grass, POA, greens, you're always worrying about those during – Warm temperatures and with zoysia fairways, you're always worrying about those during cold temperatures. So you don't get a month off.
1: Oh, we do, we do. We, you know, we have a, we're lucky in the fact that we have a tough zoysia grass. We have Meyer zoysia grass that does really well with the cold weather, and so it's different. You know, down in Arkansas it was Cavalier zoysia, and that was a lot more finicky uh, to the cold, cold stresses. And so with the Meyer zoysia, I feel really comfortable with the winter, uh, the winters, the desiccation. That we saw in 2018, you know, was traffic induced, um, and it was also some uh, Bermuda grass contamination in the fairways, which is actually a benefit that we were replacing it with Zoysia. Um, but when we start in April and and until about middle of October, you're definitely worried about you know the, the cool season grass, especially the greens, and making sure that uh, they are healthy as health as
0: healthy as possible. What was that like when you were getting the brutal weather last year, monitoring? the greens how closely do you look at them how much time do you spend looking at them and how much do you worry about them even when you're not at the golf course
1: you're always thinking about them making sure that that they're healthy but that's also put really good people around you and, and that you know makes it a lot easier that that they know what they're doing through those stressful days that you're not there that they're managing them correctly but you know you're on them every day you're you're looking at them visually and then you and then you're getting down in there looking at the crown of the plant, looking at the root zone understanding how healthy the plants are, how much stress they're under. And I think the big thing, guys, we're communicating to the membership. You know, we're not going to push it when we can't. And and it's just that communication to the membership that we're backing off, and here's why, here are the stresses that we're going through, here are the weather extremes that we're going through, and just being in front of it, trying to prevent the phone calls as much as possible.
0: Did did you find yourself communicating with the membership more in 2018 about the conditions and the conditions of the greens in particular than maybe – uh, some of your past seasons at the national
1: it was about the same to be quite honest uh, with just the monthly um, you know communication pieces um, we did send out a um, a communication piece middle of the summer it was more that we were going to have to start to water certain areas less more the rough and and potentially have to go car path only as we experienced that drought um, but i think you know we've always been on top of it when we hit july and august uh, late June, July, August here in this market. You know, there's always good communication that you're usually going to have a pretty hot, hot, dry stretch, and that communication is that we're just going to back off. Let's get through this stressful time, and then once the weather has you know breaks in mid August, late August, that that we'll go back at it, back at it, and and really go for that firmness and speed.
0: Is it tough for a turf manager to back off, especially when you get to tournament season?
1: Uh, absolutely, yes. Yes, but I think where I've been very fortunate, I've been able to work for some really good turf managers and see and been able to learn and observe how to do it properly. And it is tough. You always want to keep going. You want to keep the pedal down. But I think even being, being a good turf manager is knowing when to back off as well.
0: What were some strategies that worked for you when it came to reducing the stress on the greens when you when you got to June, July, and August last year?
1: Going to our core program of continuing to, to top dress the greens, uh, weekly light rates, venting the greens. Um, you know, we would skip some mowings, uh, go every other day with the roller. Um, uh, we'd roll one day, mow the next, um, raise the mowing heights, switch our, from groove rollers to smooth rollers, just kind of your, you know, the, the checklist of how do we create the healthiest plant possible um, during a stressful time. And, you know, a lot of it was just backing off of, of drying them down, making sure the moisture levels were, were, were not too high, um, using our moisture meters. And But really, it wasn't too much change of our current program. I think the one thing we did change is really just raise mowing heights and protect the plant as much
0: as possible. How about a chemical program? Is that something that you need to change, or is that something you feel like you need to change when the summer maybe isn't the one that you're planning on having?
1: We've been able to plan accordingly with our summer stresses and and what we're going to experience in Kansas City. So I really, I feel really comfortable, especially with our plant protecting program. I think what we might alter would be more of our foliar nutrition program. um, If we need to give the plant a little bit more nitrogen than we would and and, uh, just kind of beef up the plant um, in those stressful times.
0: Has plant health always been a philosophy of yours or is that something maybe you've learned as you've progressed throughout your career?
1: I think I've learned it throughout my career. You know, the healthier the plant, the more you can do to the plant and create those conditions, those golfing conditions. You know, uh, and you know, we looked at it this year. We we had the the tough stretch. We had healthy plants, and um, you know, coming in the fall, we were right where we needed to be to have great have great golfing conditions. So plant health is very important, and definitely believe in that. And uh, get through the stressful times, get through it successfully, and and then you can go back to being a little bit
0: more aggressive. Any successful person is probably never fully content or comfortable, but was there a point last year where you realized that you had gotten through the toughest weather stretch?
1: We moved our aeration up on the greens to mid-August. Last year was the first time, and we'll continue to do that. It was a strategy that um, we utilized in, in Omaha. And I knew once we were able to aerate the greens in August, everything went well. Uh, To be able to give the plant the oxygen, just that relief. We had a couple weeks where we didn't have a lot of stress, a lot of golf, because we did air its greens. And I knew once we started to heal uh, early September that that we did a nice job of of getting through a tough year.
0: When you went through that airification, could you see a change in your turf? Could you just feel it breathing easier?
1: I think the, the observation that, w- that we, we picked up was just the growth rate. I think once we aerated, got fresh sand, fresh water, fresh nutrients, we, we saw a nice, a little bit of a perk up and um, really healed nicely, um, even with the warmer soil temperatures. And they just looked, I think visually they just looked a little happier, I guess you could say, not as stressed out.
0: Did it ever get to the point where the golfers knew what was going on, or were you able to kind of shield them from – the conditions we
1: communicated we were up front of what we were experiencing um, from our lake level being low from how the year started with the lack of root growth we communicated through um, those type of you know, communication pieces but also guy you know it's important for me to be out front communicated stop and, and talk to golfers talk to members um, and, and hear and, and tell our story and, and communicate what's going on on the golf course very important
0: what did you learn about your crew and team last year.
1: Crew and team, they did a, a hell of a job. Kind of, that they uh, they'll do anything and they'll, they'll work hard, and uh, very proud of them. They're going to be uh, my assistants are going to be great, great golf course superintendents, um, and I got the that showed last year. And uh, but they're, they're loyal, and, and they they understand what we're trying to achieve, and they, they did a great job.
0: Did you learn anything about yourself during the year?
1: A lot. I learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot about being a turf manager. Um, learned a lot about how you got to be ready for anything that's thrown your way. Um, I guess for me, it was learning how to deal with the stress, be prepared. You know, take it day by day was important for me, and uh, let's get through this day, be successful, and, and uh, get to the next day, and, and do it again.
0: What are your plans for two thousand? Nineteen. what would you like to see happen and where do you want to take the turf at the National Golf Club of Kansas City this year
1: we're really excited for 2019 you know you talk about the learning of your agronomic program and where your weaknesses are Uh, we were able you know to create I think even a better plan Um, going into 2019 understanding where we failed last year in some spots and um, but it's, a, it's an exciting year for both courses. We have a lot of capital improvement projects. Um, but from a turf craft standpoint, it's just continue to get better, can get better than we were last year, and continue to put um, both of these golf courses, you know, deliver and create conditions that the membership um, enjoys themselves and they enjoy bringing their, their guests out here. And, you know, that's what it's about. It's their club, and just trying to do the best, Give them the best possible conditions.
0: Last thing here, what would you tell a superintendent in another part of the country who maybe has to experience a difficult weather year like you did last year? What would you tell them about the experience and the process?
1: If I had to give anybody advice, it's just there's a reason why they're there, and stick to their plan. Understand what the plan is doing, and, and communicate, communicate to the membership, to your team. You know, all the stresses, and so everybody understands what everybody, what, what the team's going through. Take it and you know, take it day by day. Win every day, and uh, let's, let's do the best
0: you can. Well, Spencer, it was great to have you on the uh, the podcast. Congrats on what you've accomplished and what your team has accomplished at the National Golf Club of Kansas City. I know it was great to speak with you and catch up with you. And hopefully, 2019 maybe brings you a little bit more stable weather conditions.
1: That'd be great. No, guys, it's been great. It's been good to. Meet you and, and have the opportunity to, to continue uh, to get to know you. And but yeah, it's 2019. If nothing's normal, in the transition zone, though. So we'll we'll take whatever we can get.